just like little kids at the fair, we love turtles. They're armored, they're scaly, and they take life slowly. However, the leatherback sea turtle takes turtleness to a different level. Down below the photic zone, a reptilian tank the size of a Volkswagen Beetle flies through the water eating jellyfish along its path. Since other turtles wouldn't be able to survive at these depths, the leatherback can't let the pressure take any skin off its back here in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's 30 minutes of interesting animal info. For you, the listener, I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. And today we're talking about a huge reptile that has a salt light bumper sticker and really isn't into the time-honored reptilian tradition of basking in the sun. But more on that later. <laughs> well, uh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit. If you want to talk about it, it's not on my bumper list. Sticker. But we're, uh, we're talking about the leatherback sea turtle. Yeah, one of the best sea turtles. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. In now terms that I've of just overall quality. Yeah. <laughs> A plus C turtle. Yes. Uh, it's also known as the the loot turtle, the leathery turtle, um, and just the the luth. That's it. So that's what we're gonna call we're, what we're gonna call it here is um, uh, a shell of a sea turtle. Oh. No, I won't. Should I cross that one out? <laughs> cross it out. <laughs> okay, never mind. What we're going to call it here is um, Duluth, Minnesota. Okay. And uh, Martin Luther, save your soul from shell or shale. <laughs> First though, is is that a landlocked state? <laughs> You named him after a landlocked state. It's Duluth. His name is Duluth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't name him after a landlocked state. I named him after a city in a landlocked state. But you could have called him a super Luth. It is also the land of a thousand lakes, so. Or ten thousand lakes or something like that. But anyway, that, those are the nicknames. The leathery, the leathery skin turtle. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the scientific names. Let's start with the the kingdom that you all know, love, and are within the kingdom Animalia. The phylum, Chordata. It's a very protected spine. It's got a spine. Uh, The class is Reptilia. Reptilla? Reptilia. Reptilia. Nothing is Reptilia. Not even a song. (laughs) The order is Testudines. Or Testudines. Testudines? I guess that if, if that's a Greek god, then yeah. What? That sounds like a Greek god. Testudines? The the god of tests. <laughs> the exam god. <laughs> the exam the demigod of exams. <laughs> Testudines. Uh suborder. Oh, it's Testudines is all turtles, by the way. Okay. Cryptodira. The suborder. That makes sense to me. The family. Here we go. Dermochelidae. I bet that means some kind of skin. I bet it means leather skin. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I made a mistake. Maybe it's Dermachelidae. It could be. And then this, the genus is... Uh, the genus is the Dermachelis or Dermachelis. Dermocles? <laughs> no, it's not Ollie's. You don't E-L-Y-S. think so? E-L-Y-S. No, no. D- Derma, D-E-R-M-O, and then C-H-E-L-Y-S, or like that could be Kelly's. Kelly's, I guess. Kellis. It sounds better. Dermocles. <laughs> okay, Dermocles for the, sp- and the species name is, the binomial name is Dermocles corieca. 
Or Cori yeah, Coriace. Coriacea? Coriacea? I don't mm. know. I don't know what the C and C H are supposed to do in Latin. Well, we can never find out. <laughs> yeah, it is impossible. <laughs> it is impossible to find out. Uh, but if you're sitting in the car thinking, I would really love to look up a picture of this, do not. You're driving. It's dangerous. I'll, in fa- if, instead, I'll describe, describe it. it for you. Leatherbacks are the world's largest sea turtle. And largest turtle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> they have a teardrop-shaped uh, body with large, powerful front flippers. Unlike pond turtles with like webbed, clawed fingers, sea turtles have flattened limbs with no claws. This distinction, among others, shows how sea turtles are built for life at sea rather than spending some time in the water and some time on land. They rare they do have to come on land sometimes. That's where they lay eggs. Mm-hmm. But um, they're not very good at it. They're not good at it. They're terrible at it, actually. <laughs> Quite vulnerable on land. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, and slow. But leatherbacks are also gray or black with white blotches. I was getting like a blue tinge in yeah, some of them. It's hard to say. Whenever you get a reptile, it's like, it's gray. It's like a weird shiny gray blue, right? Yeah. It's every color except for any good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Blue's a good color. It is, but it's barely blue. Uh, okay. It's actually like, I think probably the number one most favorited color is blue. Well, like a deep navy blue. Not many things in nature are blue aside from the sky. Yeah, even blueberries are like purple. Yeah, that's like, that's cheating. Yeah. Uh, like many creatures, their colors are countershaded, which means they have lighter colors on their bottoms and darker colors on their tops. And we've talked about this before. It's so that if you're looking at them in the water from above, they blend in with the darkness of the, the ocean abyss. And if you look at them from below, they blend in with the light uh, from the surface. Like a great white shark. Yeah. And a lot of other things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty much anything that swims in the open ocean is usually countershaded. Reef fish aren't because they don't. They're, they're just all about the colors. They're safety in num- numbers there. Yeah. Also jellyfish. Safety don't... in rocks as well. <laughs> I said that they were big. But how big are they? There's only one way to be able to convey this. Can we just be satisfied with a really big and then just move on? No, we need to explain to the listener exactly how big in extremely relatable terms. Or just extreme terms. Well, that brings us to the listener's favorite part of the show, the part of the show where we relate the animal size in relatable dimensions. You've said relate a lot. Yeah. Well, it's a good good word. And how how is this introduced? It's introduced by you, the people. It's, a, it's an episode in, of the people. In order to form a more perfect podcast. Yes. <laughs> Establish their in, favorite part of the show. In <laughs> uh, this week, we are introduced by listener Cameron. And he's about to take it away. Without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. Measure up, up, up. Excellent work. Excellent echo. Yes. Thanks Thanks for saving me some time in editing e and providing pl- your own echo. E plus for echo. <laughs> e is higher than A, by the way. Yeah, it is. Um, it's not where you'd think it would be. Where it has been omitted from. Yeah. <laughs> that is so weird. Yeah. E sounds like excellent, and we didn't want it to be right after D. F sounds like fantastic. It sounds just like fantastic. No. When you say F, I think... Did you just say fantastic? 
<laughs> did I get a fantastic on this test? Phonetically the same. Did uh, tes- tes- Testo Oculis give me a t- <laughs> F for fantastic? Testudines? Yeah. <laughs> give me an E for excellent. <laughs> um, let's get right into it. Let's talk about the total length. It's between 1.8 and 2.2 meters, or 6.0 and 7.2 feet. It's long boy. It is. Let's call that an even 6.6 feet. It's nice and even. Yeah. Uh, Uh, I mean, it's at least 6.6, not 6 feet 6 inches. 6.6. Gosh, (laughs) it's like 6 feet 7.5 inches or something like that. So how many leatherbacks go into the distance between the mouth of the... Maumee River in Ohio and Turtle Island in Lake Erie. Um, Here's a hint. (laughs) Turtle Island is named after a chief of the Miami tribe whose name is impronounceable by me. So I'll put it on LDT, LDTaxonomy.com, and you can read it. Uh, But he's nicknamed Little Turtle by Americans. He was a leader of the Western Confederacy, a, an organization of native tribes that were dedicated to resisting American encroachment west. Little Turtle later became popular among Americans in the early 1800s because he dissented with his own people in attempts to make peace with Americans. Okay. I'm going to say 6,000. 6, 6,000 what? Um, leatherback. Sea turtles. I think this island is ten miles out from the, from the thing. It's it's not that far into the, uh, into the lake. I think it's close to the lake. Okay. So, I mean, close to the edge of the lake, near the mouth of the river. Okay. So six six thousand leatherback sea turtles, end to end, could go from the mouth of this river to Turtle Island. What was your map? Okay. Uh, what what were you assuming the six the turtle was in length? Six and a half feet. Interesting. Oh, you've more than doubled the the mileage. It's five miles, but you only overshot the turtles by two thousand turtles. It's four thousand turtles. Huh. Well, time to whip out the trusty calculator to figure out if I did that all right. There's like two and a half feet that you're missing from each turtle, though. Actually. Probably don't want to explain this on the show. (laughs) (laughs) It's not fun. Nope. Let's move on to weight instead. Uh, It's 250 to 700 kilograms or 550 to 1,540 pounds. Let's call that even 1,000 pounds. I'll give you a bone on this one. Nice. How many turtles go into the estimated weight of the sold CD copies of Harry Connick Jr.'s album Star Turtle, which was... In the 90s, early I know, 90s. I know some of those words. Okay, so I'm going to level with you here. We're assuming so much with this question. <laughs> a, I don't know that they were all, all the copies were sold in CD form. I'm sure some of them were like in, in the early 90s were in like cassette, cassette. tape form. Uh, but we're, we're, we're going to call them CDs. Also, I have zero idea as to the exact number of cds sold and no one knows <laughs> all you know is how much a cd weighs <laughs> no all i know is that it achieved gold status which is a certain amount of cds hmm. or a certain amount of sales platinum is like higher than gold i think it could be if i'm if i'm rating this based on pokemon standards <laughs> so after that here's the hint the album cover features a man who i think is harry connick jr uh lying face down next to a tortoise 
on which he painted a yellow star. So he's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Don't also don't draw on animals, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you can wash it off easily. Yeah, like it, it's implied that this shirtless man is laying next to a Taurus on which he just painted a yellow star because there's a paintbrush near it and a yellow star on his back. So he was like a Dr. Seuss, like star-bellied snitch. He was, but it was a star-backed tortoise. Okay. I don't know. A million? A million sounds like gold. Um, and I think a CD weighs um, one-tenth of a pound. So we're going to go with... Um, 100,000. Wait, wait, wait. 100,000 CDs. No, I'm totally off base here. How many leathers? I've, I've lost my, my track. How many how many pounds did you say it was? What, a thousand pounds? A, th- a thousand pounds, okay. So how many... How many... What? So how many CDs go into this leatherback turtle? No, how many of the turtles go into the total weight of the album oh, sold? Oh, I see. Okay, so if a million were sold and they're um, a tenth of a pound, then they weigh a hundred thousand pounds okay. altogether. So a hundred. No, very wrong. <laughs> uh, so uh, the to- the uh, gold is 500,000 pounds. I mean, sales. It can be, I guess. <laughs> gold is 500,000 sales. And the combined weight of these of these CDs, if they were all sold in CD form, is 18,125 pounds. Okay, so CDs are a lot lighter than I had anticipated. So that's 18,000 leatherbacks. Okay. Sweet. Are we done? Yeah, but well, now actually, let's talk about okay. some fast facts. Do you want to talk about more about leather turtle math? No, you're good. Okay. I thought it was my turn to talk. <laughs> no. Uh, leatherbacks can be found all over the world's oceans, especially in temperate waters, but they can be found in even cold waters. Uh, they spend most of their time in the pelagic zone, which is the open ocean. That's what the pelagic zone means. Yep. But they can also be found close to beaches that have short drops to deep water. That's their favorite kind of beach. Uh, and they avoid beaches with barriers like reefs and dunes. Reeves? Reefs. Reefs. <laughs> Christopher Reefs? It's not like <laughs> roofs. <laughs> uh, an individual can migrate thousands of miles each year while following prey. One study found they followed a single turtle that traveled 12,000 miles in 647 days. So a little over little over two years, a little under two years. Um, 12,000 miles, not bad. Yeah. Uh, leatherbacks like to eat squid, jellyfish, and other soft-bodied organisms that can be found floating around the open ocean. They like those pelagic soft snacks. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, like a salty, what would that be? A salty... Pelagic soft snacks? Yeah, a soft, a soft cracker. Like an oyster cracker. It's weird that that like gives no description as the type of snack. I would be I would be uh, apprehensive. <laughs> it's like what kind of snack? Is it's this? like a soggy oyster cracker. <laughs> uh, during the day they hunt in open waters, and at night they move closer to shallow water, which is consistent with a jellyfish's daily movement. Okay. Uh, they will follow jellies into cold water, even. Uh, and one has been one was act- seen actively hunting in water that was. 0.4 Celsius or 32.72 D 
degrees Fahrenheit. That's some cold water. Nearly freezing. If you get eaten by a leatherback, you really have no hope of escaping. And here's why. Their esophagus is covered in downward-facing spines that help keep prey from swimming back out. An esophagus covered in spines like a sarlacc pit. It is, yeah. The mouths of turtles are often crazy. Like, look at the, look at the mouth of certain, like, uh, snapping turtles. Insane town. I do not want to go anywhere <laughs> near that. Uh, however, if you've seen a Nidarian floating in the water, but they, um, you, you know that they look like like a clear plastic bag. Uh-huh. So the problem is there are clear plastic bags in the ocean. Plastic debris uh, often makes its way into the ocean and, and it can easily be mistaken for a tasty morsel for a sea turtle. Buy a sea turtle. <laughs> Plus their spiny esophaguses, esophagi? Esophaguses, I'm pretty sure. Probably. Uh, probably mean that once the, they swallow a bag, it stays swallowed. Um, and then it takes like 150 years to, to de- de- dissolve, dissolve or whatever. And that's how long the sea turtle lives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the plastic bags can often become lodged in their digest- digestive tract. So worst case scenario, everything gets blocked up and they do not survive. Or And then like best case scenario, it gets lodged in there and it like slows their absorption of nutrients. It just, it's not a good situation, and they slowly starve. Or, so that, how is that the best case scenario? If it gets lodged in their intestines, I'm S- saying. Slow starvation is the best case scenario? Best case scenario is they don't eat the bag. <laughs> or it passes right through. Yeah. Um, so, switching gears to something less sad. Uh it's difficult to climb out of the water and bask on a rock like other turtles when you live in the open ocean. So as a cold-blooded creature, they need they need to regulate their body temperature in another way. They are able to regulate their body temperature endothermically like the rubber boa. We talked about this before. Um, like we can. Kind of, but not like we can. But we can... We can our- do this endothermically, but they do it in a different way. Yeah, but we're both endothermic. It's yes. something that we and the leatherback turtle have in common. So endothermic means you regulate your body temperature. It is independent of the of the uh, your environment. Right. So something like a, a gator has to come out of the water and bask in the sun to warm themselves up. Mm-hmm. And they can survive in like way higher, way wider degrees right so like we do not do well if our temperature changes by like five degrees right but for them for these ectothermic animals they can survive like 20 30 yeah a a, a large range um but we operate endothermically by something called meta our metabolic rate so our metabolism when we eat food like Pro, does goes through processes that create heat. Mm-hmm. So our me- metabolic rate is high, so we're warm. There's more science to it, but for, for the sake <laughs> of this podcast, I'll just leave it there. But they studied the leatherback sea turtle and their metabolic rate and found that it wasn't much different than other reptiles of their size. So they knew that that wasn't how they were doing this. Instead, they... Their, their resting metabolic rate wasn't 
extremely high. So instead, they they just don't they don't rest. They they, they spend 0.1% of their day resting. Otherwise, they're moving, swimming, hunting all the time. So that that muscular movement creates heat by burning calories. So they maintain their body temperature by moving a lot. So they must have to eat a lot. Yeah. Because not only do they are they the size of a car, a small car. They weigh a thousand pounds and they're seven feet long. Think about a turtle that's that big. I don't want yeah. to just brush. You, a measure up got lost in the math for a second, <laughs> but we're talking about the biggest turtle ever. Please, you're you're preaching to the choir now. They're like, we know exactly how big it is. <laughs> measure up. You should have seen. You should have said how many like 1975 Volkswagen Beetles do, uh, are. Well, how many leatherback sea turtles could go into that? And Only the answer would have been 18,000 leatherbacks go into all of Harry Connick Jr.'s Star <laughs> Turtle album sales. Uh, I already, like, I've never heard of this before, but I already know that I'm not going to like that music. I listen to it. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, like, it's very boring. In the night, Harry Connick Jr. is, like, most famous for his, like, When Harry Met Sally soundtrack is it boring like beck it's it's different it's a different it's like funk and jazz this particular album he's more famous for like covers of uh it had to be you that kind of jazz like swing jazz okay he's like the michael buble of his of the 90s but like way less interesting than michael buble yeah he's got very subdued vocals I don't want to hate on Harry Connick. He's like, <laughs> he's pretty big. Like, I'm sure there's loads of people that, this particular album was kind of boring. Mm, Sufi and Stevens level of boring. You, <laughs> you're not going to find anyone who agrees with you on that because they either have no idea who that is or they like him. Anyway, so not only is this thing enormous, but it also has to be constantly moving in order to regulate its body temperature. So it's constantly burning the energy that, the food gives it so yeah it must need to be like constantly chasing food which i guess that's what it does it's traveling twelve thousand miles every 600 and something days right that's crazy yeah that's all i got for fast facts well then it's time for the major fact and it's not the, just the fact that this thing is huge or can regulate its own body temperature or no. travels 12,000 miles in 600 days. No, we talked about those things. Yeah, we already did that. Or it's got like a spiny star like pita esophagus. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that stuff's not interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to talk about the shell. It's it's a leatherback. The Actually, uh, Dermocles... Is that what we landed on? <laughs> sure. Dermocles uh, Coriacea... That means leathery skin turtle, literally in in. Ah, Latin. you knew the so, whole time. I didn't know. Um, well, it's dermo. Pretty much I knew says it was skin. skin, but I assu- I don't know anything about the word for leather in Latin. Yeah, well, like the, uh, yeah. So leathery skin turtle. Most turtles have um, a hard bony shell that covers most of their bodies. Uh, most freshwater turtles can even retreat inside their shells. And I saw a diagram of how this happens, and it's it's wacky. Because their spines, like, arch inward like a snake. Like, it bends in half. as they Like a dog who's about to throw up? No, like a snake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like a snake that's, that's curving into an S shape. So it's 
its spine is straight, looks like normal, but then it curves into a backwards S when it oh. uh, brings its head inside. Okay. And then it kind of tucks, like its its bones have to all tuck in together. It's not like there's a lot of room in there for it to move its limbs and head in. It actually has to like kind of finagle its bones I assume that its neck was just like a... You know, like a is telescopic like a toy, light, toy lightsaber. <laughs> like it's a telescopic uh, thing. Yeah, also, you could say telescopic, or you could say toy lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> the two words that start with a T. Um, you could use a smart term if you want, but I prefer to use the relatable term. <laughs> you're all about that relatable today. Um, the, sp- the spines arch upward and along the top of the shell. So I always thought, for some reason, like it kind of ran through, like there were some sort of flat pancakes. Uh, skeleton, and then there's they just had this big housing around them. But really, they're kind of they kind of like they their spine their skeletons look like a cat that's in defensive hissing stance, like with its back all arched. But that's just like their, a dog that's about to throw up. It's just <laughs> sure. Um, so, but those are freshwater turtles. Um, sea turtles can't retreat into their shells, uh-huh. um, and Duluth doesn't even have the bony shell. That we've all come to know and love. As the name implies, the leatherback has a shell covered in skin. Leathery, rubbery skin. I've seen rubbery and leathery both as descriptions, and I don't see how it can be both. A proficient in light armor. <laughs> but, like, you think of feeling something that's leathery, the word rubbery doesn't really come to mind, does it? I don't feel like they're so far apart that it bothers me. <laughs> I don't know, it just seems like a weird... Uh, one or the other. Pick one. <laughs> I guess. But like a rubber tire versus leather. Oh, I can see that. But I would never... Like a rubber ball? No. But like a tire? I could have a leather tire. Sure. <laughs> like you, it's the first puddle you run through, it's toast. <laughs> yeah. um, so... My suede tires, no. They <laughs> <laughs> should not have had tires made out of paper mache. Um... But so the leatherback has seven bony ridges uh, that go vertically across its back that run from like the, its head region to its its uh, rear region. There's probably there there are planes like rostral or something like that that I could use. I don't remember them. Um, and there is uh, and these ridges are called osteoderms, which all turtles have. Um, they're kind of it's like, uh, actually means bone skin, osteoderm. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of, it refers to scales and it refers to kind of the, the, um, the inside of a turtle shell, but most turtles have a keratinous. Yeah. But pots. guess what it isn't? It's not beta keratinous. There's no beta keratin. It's just in carat- a sea turtle. <laughs> it's just keratinous. In the sea turtle scales. Other Reptiles have beta keratin in their scales. Yeah, these have alpha keratin. They're just they're, they're on top. They're just better. <laughs> I told you, they're the best in quality. <laughs> in quality, this is best bang for your buck. Yeah. Um, but so the leathery skin is stretched over these ridges, um, and so what it makes for is a very hydro. I almost said hydrophobic, but the answer is hydrodynamic. Okay. Uh, turtle the most hydrodynamic turtle so that makes it the fastest reptile in the world yeah seven seas 
and the land in between, the land betwixt. I would, if you would have asked me before doing this what the fastest reptile is, I would have been like, don't know, don't really think about it, but definitely not a turtle. (laughs) (laughs) I would think it would be like a, like a a, a fast snake or something like that. Um, or like a like a lizard of some kind. Yeah, the the um, the one that runs across waters. And yeah, stuff. you got to be pretty fast to run on water. Or you have to have just like really good distribution of weight. But um, so the the leatherback sea turtle can swim at speeds of up to twenty two miles per hour, which is a lot faster than like you and I can swim. Doesn't really compare to like a tuna, but still, it's, it's faster than I can run. It's, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's I mean it's usually not going that fast. Um, but it can reach speeds um, of that fast. But and the uh, the the leatheriness of its shell also allows uh, the leatherback to dive to depths of over one thousand meters, which is thirty two hundred feet. And for reference, the sperm whale dives to thirty two hundred and fifty feet. Yikes! And actually, there's been recording of um, of uh, a leatherback going, I think, twelve hundred and fifty meters down, which is like four thousand over four thousand feet. So you know, the sperm whale makes its like super famous, but now like super overhyped dive all the way down to the depths to go fight giant squid, and the leatherback sea turtle is just cruising right on past it, down below where light can reach well i mean as a mammal that's pretty impressive yeah they both have to hold their breath though (laughs) yeah so other turtles with their hard bony shells would explode at that pressure it's too much like the uh because they their their shells don't bend they just break but the leatherback sea turtle it's the the skin that stretches over it can uh, condense down um, and it can stretch out depending on where it needs to be. So old Martin Luther um, its skin goes under a, a reformation of sorts. Ah! Uh, I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and these dives can last between 3 and 8 minutes but sometimes up to 70 minutes. Which is like I found a lot of neat stuff down here. I'm going to hang out. It's that's like like a kid's movie you could watch during that time. Yeah, you could watch all of Planes 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no idea how long Planes 2 is. Honestly, probably about 70 minutes. It's about 70 minutes more than you want to watch. But that's all I got on the Leatherback Sea Turtle. So it doesn't actually have a shell. It's just bony ridges covered in skin. It makes it the fastest reptile alive. It's the biggest turtle on Earth. Um, it can also regulate its own body temperature. It's sometimes blue, which is crazy. <laughs> and um, and it can hold its breath for 70 minutes. Dive down to 44,000 feet. It's my, he's getting my nomination for best turtle. Me too. Yeah. Soft shell turtles are pretty cool too, though. True. But I don't think also they're... Also snapping boys. Yeah, maybe we should do that someday. This is our first turtle. Did you know that? I now I do. Yeah, <laughs> I was like trying to think. I was like, oh, we've probably been here before. No, turtle numero uno. How could we have never done a turtle? For shame. Most of them are, are pretty similar. <laughs> but turtles be cool. They're like 
they're an armored reptile. That's neat. Yeah. This is a 1,000 pound tank that moves at 20 miles an hour under the ocean. 40, uh, 4,000 feet under the water. So, for you out there in Podcastia, go for a swim. Unless you're in Western Australia, in that case, there's Irukandji jellyfish all over the place. Spend some time on the beach and explore new depths like the leatherback sea turtle in Life, Death, and Taxonomy. Hey everyone, we love being able to deliver interesting animal info hot and fresh to your ear canals. But we need more ear canals. Statistics from a study I made up show that people usually subscribe to a podcast based on recommendation alone. So get out there and tell your loved ones, or just people you like as friends, all about this show so that we can keep spreading the joy of animal knowledge to the furthest reaches of this fascinating little blue marble we call home. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Just like little kids at the fair, we love turtles. <laughs> also, I had a joke, which I didn't have time to make, where when you said they have... I saw you made a face. Uh, when they, they're under extreme pressure, if and most turtles would explode, and I almost said explode like a high school theater director two days before opening. Like um, Coach Hines? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. When Principal Langstein asked me to direct this play of Oliver, <laughs> I told him I'd rather... No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> That's good. That's wise.